0: And I'm Annika. And And we're the Fact Detectives. We love investigating cool facts about cool stuff. And we do this by speaking to the experts. Smart grown-ups who know all the cool facts about everything. What's your favourite dinosaur, Annika? Triceratops. What's yours? I like Euplocephalus.
1: My favourites are pterosaurs.
0: Hi, Adele. Hi, Fact Detectives. Adele is a paleontologist. I am.
1: I work on pterosaur and dinosaur fossils found in Australia. And I also help run a large farm with hundreds of cows and thousands of sheep in outback Queensland. So in the background, you might occasionally hear the sounds of my pet lambs, frogs croaking, and some of my birds.
0: Cool! If you're a paleontologist, does that mean you know Rolf and Tim? I sure
1: do. Before I moved to the outback, I used to volunteer at Melbourne Museum, where I helped Rolf look after lots of fossils. And Tim and I studied paleontology at university together. And we've worked on a couple of projects, including new fossil discoveries in Victoria and Queensland.
0: Awesome!
1: But let's get on to my favourite subject, pterosaurs. What's your first question?
0: First one! One.
1: Are pterodactyls... And
0: pterosaurs the same?
1: This is a really common question, so let's clear this up. A pterodactyl is a type of pterosaur, just like a golden retriever is a kind of dog, and a tyrannosaurus rex is a kind of dinosaur.
0: Oh!
1: Pterosaurs were flying reptiles. They were the first vertebrates or animals with a backbone to take to the skies. Pterosaurs flew around long before the first birds did, beating them by about 65 million years. Nice! Pterosaurs shared our planet with dinosaurs for millions of years from the start of the Triassic period, approximately 252 million years ago, all through the Jurassic period, until they went extinct at the end of the Cretaceous period, 66 million years ago.
0: Are pterosaurs dinosaurs?
1: Pterosaurs aren't dinosaurs. They are close cousins though. We classify groups of animals based on key features. Dinosaurs and pterosaurs are different based on the shape of their hip bones and arm bones. Pterosaurs went extinct along with the dinosaurs when a big asteroid, one that was 10 kilometers wide, hit the Earth.
0: But didn't some
1: dinosaurs survive? Exactly. Some dinosaurs are still alive today. Can you think of what they might be? The chickens in my backyard. That's right. Birds are descended from dinosaurs. Scientists discovered this about 40 years ago by looking at a very famous fossil of a dinosaur called Archaeopteryx.
0: What did it look like?
1: The Archaeopteryx fossil had feathers on its arms and tail, but the tail is long and bony and the jaw has teeth. Scientists guessed that Archaeopteryx was somewhere in the middle between birds and some type of reptile. After studying the shapes of the bones closely, they realised it was like a theropod dinosaur.
0: What's a theropod dinosaur?
1: Theropod dinosaurs were carnivorous dinosaurs that walked on two legs. Like T-Rex? Exactly. And theropod dinosaurs are the ancestors of modern day birds, which is cool because it means some dinosaurs had beautiful feathers just like the birds we see today.
0: Fact 2. What did pterosaurs look like?
1: Pterosaurs don't look like any creature alive on Earth today. But chances are you might have seen a toy one in amongst some dinosaur toys, or even at a museum. Sometimes you can see a pterosaur skeleton hanging from a museum ceiling. I've seen one like that. Like today's birds and bats, their front limbs or their arms were their wings. And they had a head, backbone, two legs and a tail but there were so many different variations in what they looked like. Most pterosaurs fall into a group called the pterodactyloids, which had short tails, but a few species had long tails like scapognathus. Beautiful fossils of scapognathus preserve the very end of the tail, which looks a bit like the end of a dart. Quite a lot of pterosaurs had very narrow pointed faces like Germanodactylus from the late Jurassic of Germany, which had little pointy teeth while others had a face more like a spoon, like Nathosaurus from the UK. A
0: spoon?
1: Some had long snouts with dozens of spike-shaped teeth, like Anganguera from the early Cretaceous of Brazil, and others had beaks more like birds with no teeth at all, like Pteranodon from the late Cretaceous of North America. One species of pterosaur, called Pterodostro from the early Cretaceous of Chile, even had thousands of needle-thin teeth, that were more like the baleen of a whale and was probably a filter feeder. Some were small and cute like Egnorognathus, which had a short, stubby head and large eyes and looked a bit like a baby dragon from How to Train Your Dragon.
0: Aww. How big was it?
1: Pretty small, about the size of a rat with a wingspan of 30 centimetres, which is about as big as a fry pan. The largest pterosaurs had wingspans of 12 metres, So when their wings were stretched out, these giant pterosaurs covered half a tennis court. And when they stood upright, they were as tall as an adult giraffe.
0: Whoa, Whoa, that's that's huge! huge. Wow, there are so many different kinds of pterosaurs. Yeah, what colour were they?
1: In movies or museums, pterosaurs are often shown as being brightly coloured. A group of researchers analysed the fossil of a cool-looking pterosaur that lived 115 million years ago in Brazil called Tupandactylus imperator. This pterosaur had a huge head crest made from a layer of skin that looked a bit like the sail on a ship, and it had a wingspan of between three to four meters.
0: Wow!
1: Paleontologists studying Tupandactylus noticed that it had two kinds of feathers, short, wiry ones that were more similar to hair, as well as fluffier ones, a bit like bird feathers. The feathers and surrounding skin were black, brown, ginger, grey, and those sorts of similar colours. Modern birds are known for their beautiful coloured feathers, so some scientists think that the same could be true for pterosaurs. Some paleontologists think that they had a fuzzy covering on some parts of their body, while others don't think they had anything like that at all. But some fossils have hair-like patches. As technology gets better and better, and more fossils are found, we'll get closer to answering this question. That's one thing I love about paleontology. With new technology, we can look at a fossil that's been in a museum for over a hundred years and learn something completely new that changes how we see both extinct and modern day animals.
0: Amazing! Fact three! What were pterosaur wings like? They were a bit
1: like those of bats because the wing was made out of skin that was stretched out and attached to the bones, but they're also different to bats. Bats have five fingers or digits, just like us. We have five fingers on each hand. If you've ever seen a bat or maybe a Halloween decoration of a bat, you can see the outline of some of those bony fingers through the wing. Pterosaurs were a bit similar, in that you could probably see the outline of their bones and blood vessels when you looked at their outstretched wing. What makes pterosaurs different is that they had four digits instead of five. Look closely at your own hand and spread out your fingers. Okay. Now imagine that the first three digits on your hand, so your thumb, pointing finger and middle finger are a lot smaller and then your ring finger is long and super stretched out. That's basically what a pterosaur wing is. Three tiny little fingers on the front edge of the wing, and then mostly one long finger with a layer of skin that joins from the tip of that long fourth finger all the way down to their ankle. Cool! How fast could they fly? It's thought that early pterosaurs glided more than actively flew and that they first had to jump into the air. Of course, their speed is also dependent on their size. The smallest pterosaurs had a wingspan of just 30 centimeters, so could probably whiz around like birds do. Cute! One of the largest flying animals ever was a pterosaur called Quetzalcoatlus northropi, and it lived in the late Cretaceous period in what is now North America. This was one of the toothless pterosaurs with a really long, stiff neck. It's thought that this pterosaur could reach speeds of over 100km per hour for a few minutes and then glide at cruising speeds of about 90km per hour.
0: Whoa! That's fast! What about walking? Could pterosaurs walk on the ground?
1: Pterosaurs could walk just fine, but they walked around on all fours. Wait, what? Yeah, let me explain. Some paleontologists used to think that pterosaurs walked around on two legs like people do. But we found fossil footprints made by pterosaurs showing something different. The fossil tracks show their tiny three fingers on their hands, as well as big footprints from their back feet, which look almost like human footprints, but with longer toes that bulge in and out.
0: But how did these footprint fossils form? These fossil
1: footprints, or tracks, are made when an animal walks through soft mud. That gets covered up quickly by more dirt and sediment and then hardens, forming a fossil. A pterosaur named Kungpengopterus antipolicatus, or monkey dactyl, was discovered a couple of years ago in an ancient forest in China. It's pretty small, with a wingspan of 85 centimetres, And this pterosaur is special because it could fly and also climb trees because it had opposable thumbs. What What does that mean? Okay, take a look at your own thumb. Now, touch your thumb to the tip of your forefinger. Okay! Now, pick something up, like a toy or a glass of water. An opposable thumb helps us human beings hold things, open things, and use objects. Can you think of some animals that have thumbs like us?
0: chimpanzees, koalas. That's right. And
1: also primates like orangutans, baboons, cute tamarind monkeys and other animals like lemurs, chameleons, giant pandas, possums and tree frogs. But back to pterosaurs. An opposed thumb is actually very rare among reptiles. There's just the chameleon I mentioned before, but that's about it. And paleontologists think that monkey dactyls may be the earliest animal to have an opposable thumb.
0: Oh, wow! Fact four! Where did pterosaurs
1: live? They lived all over the world. Over 100 different species of pterosaur have been found, but each year, paleontologists discover more
0: and more. Have you found one?
1: No, but I've named one. A sheep farmer in Outback, Queensland, found a fossil, and in 2019, my team and I named it Ferro Draco Lentini, which means Lenten's Iron Dragon. We gave it that name because the bones were fossilised in an iron-rich rock that looked like rust and kept the bones safe for a 100 million years. Ferro Draco is the most complete pterosaur fossil ever found in Australia. After weeks of digging, we found 10% of the skeleton and we had enough wing bones to estimate that Ferro Draco had a four metre wingspan.
0: What did it look like?
1: Imagine an albatross, but bigger, with a long snout, pointy teeth and a longer neck. I hope that we can find even more pterosaur fossils and I'm sure it's possible if we go out and dig for them. Pterosaurs have been found on every continent, including Antarctica, but their fossils are very rare. Can you think why that might be?
0: Mmm, maybe because when they were flying, they made a big impact, so that makes them further in the ground more than other dinosaurs. Maybe they were eaten by other dinosaurs more?
1: Good guesses, but let me tell you the answer. It's because their bones were hollow.
0: Hollow?
1: Yep. The outside layer, what we call cortical bone, was very thin, and inside it was mostly hollow. Pterosaur bones were strong so that they could fly, but unfortunately they are fragile and hard to find as fossils.
0: Fact 5! What did pterosaurs eat?
1: That would have depended on their size and where they lived, but their teeth and beaks also give us clues about what they ate. The small pterosaurs with spiky teeth probably ate insects, while others ate fruit. Medium-sized pterosaurs with teeth that interlock like a zipper probably ate fish and squid, and some of the largest ones were carnivorous and scavengers. What ate them? It's very likely that some dinosaurs ate pterosaurs. A fossil of three pterosaur neck bones were discovered with the tooth of a Spinosaurus-type dinosaur pushed in the middle. Spinosaurus is a large carnivorous dinosaur that had a sail over its back. It walked on two legs and also had a strong paddle-like tail, which meant that it probably spent a lot of time hunting in the water.
0: What did pterosaurs sound like?
1: This is a really tricky question to answer. Animals make sounds in different ways. Birds have a special vocal structure called a syrinx, but pterosaurs didn't have this. So pterosaurs probably didn't sound like birds at all. Remember that they are flying reptiles, so they probably sounded more like other reptiles. Like what? Well, if we think of crocodiles, for example, some pterosaurs might have sounded similar due to their big jaws and whether they had teeth or not. They might have growled, hissed, clicked, or even bill clacked, which means opening and closing their beaks to make a clattering sound.
0: Try this. At home.
1: Do you want to have a go at drawing a pterosaur?
0: Yes! But there are so many different kinds.
1: You're right. You could head to your local library and find a book with pterosaurs in it. Or ask your grown-up to help you Google pterosaurs and have a look at some of the different species we've talked about.
0: I want to draw the baby dragon one. I'll try the one with the teeth like a whale. Great choices. Cool! Thanks, Adele.
1: It's been lots of fun, Fact Detectives.
0: This has been another super fun episode of The Fact Detectives with me, Annika. And me, Esther. Big thanks to Adele Pentland, who is a paleontologist. And if you love finding out the facts as much as we do, and if you have a big topic you'd like us to investigate, then get in touch at factdetectives at kindling.com.au.